Welcome to the Work Wonders Podcast, where we simplify HR for small business. I'm Susan. And I'm Angela. Let's dive into today's episode and answer what you've been wondering about. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about what is HR and giving you a better understanding of what it is, a background into some of the topics that we're going to discuss in this podcast, and also some insight into what good HR management can do for your business. So let's get started. This is the Work Wonders Podcast. We thought using our first episode to explain what it is and the topics we'll cover in this podcast would be a good place to start. Human resources, or HR, is a term that includes all the work that sits behind or is connected to employing staff in your business. So when we look at that, we can break that into four phases. One, recruitment. Two, engagement. Three, change. And four, ending the relationship. Yeah, so if we start with recruitment, probably sounds quite obvious that recruitment includes HR, but um, there is a lot to that phase uh, to help set up your business for success. Things that will come from that is, uh, for example, the job description. So when you start there, you're going to want to design a job that will be about um, what do you need done by this person and what outcomes are you expecting, um, who will they report to and so on. And ultimately, you will fill out what's called a job description. Uh, Also, when you're thinking about designing a job, you'll be considering what award applies and, and pay rates, of course, so understanding Not just what type of job it is, but which award does it classify under and what pay rate applies for that person. Once you move into then actually formally um, advertising and recruiting the role, uh, we'll be going into assessing applications and understanding if they are a suitable person or not. Moving then into things like interviewing them, even doing pre-employment checks or behavioural assessments, things like that. Uh, When you get to the stage you've actually found the person you want to hire, Then you move into the um, other paperwork that's like a letter of offer or something more formal like an employment contract uh, to document their employment offer. Now the process of welcoming a new person into your workplace uh, is called an induction. But basically that's just where you would show them around and introduce them to everyone, um, understand how and when they're going to get their work done, what their expectations um, are of them and what outcomes are required of them, how to get information, especially policies and procedures and, and just support. Also you're going to set them up on payroll. So you'd need to understand some key pieces of information from your employee Uh, to be able to put them on the payroll so you can actually pay them for their time. And as I mentioned, the policies and procedures. So there'll be some basic fundamental policies and procedures you'd need to give to a new person when you're starting uh, so that every employee in the organisation is doing the same thing. Now, in the first six months of an employee's job, uh, you're likely to review their performance and see how they're going and and, uh, think about those outcomes and whether they're achieving what you're asking of them and if your recruitment decision was ultimately a good one. And that's called the probationary period. So that's where you use that time uh, to assess if a person is going to be moving forward. Now that you've got the new employee on board, the next phase, which is engagement, comes into play. And that's about keeping the employee engaged in their work, um, engaged with your business goals, and ultimately making sure that they will stay with you and in that job. So part of that is um, being aware of what their entitlements are 
Um, Angela spoke briefly about knowing what award or agreements apply and that's also where you'll find out what the leave entitlements are. Uh, There are many different types of leave available these days to your employees so it's good to have your head around all that. There's also then of course the workplace health and safety requirements and your workers' comp and return to work should you need it if someone has an injury. So this is all information that you need to ensure is in place before you employ someone. As an employee works for you over time, their position might change the actual work they're doing, the location of the position, their responsibilities, or even their hours of work. So be conscious that when that changes, there'll need to be a a new documentation, new um, contract for that employee detailing what the changes are. Now, Angela talked about the probationary period, which is really uh, your first um, performance appraisal, if you like. I suggest that you keep that going <laughs> so that uh, the employee knows where you stand and uh, you know where you stand <laughs> in terms of their employment. Um, that might be an annual experience or in some organisations it happens more frequently. Part of that appraisal is always going to be an assessment of how they're doing in their job, how competent they are and capable for the tasks that they're doing and whether they need more training to do their job. But another part of it is when you're looking at someone's development is really where do you want them to be in the future? So do they need development in leadership? Um, Do they need special skills that will help them to fill in for other staff? Or how will they fit into your succession plan? What skills will they need to be part of that? Probably, I think, the most important part of engagement is their organisational culture. Mm. And Angela tells me, and I agree (laughs) because I hadn't heard this before, um, that culture is what your business would be if it were a person. Mm. So think of your business as a person, the beliefs, values, characteristics that you want in your business. A healthy culture is really going to drive the success of your business and it's up to you to set the culture that you want in your business. And that means being clear about it so that your employees know what's expected. They're all working from the same playbook. So it's also don't just write it down or um, have a workshop and then forget it. It's something that you have to continue to model and nurture. Other aspects of employment and retention that you should consider are appreciation programs, something like the employee of the month, um, an employee survey, what are you going to do to build teams if your organisation is big enough that you've got teams working in specific areas. And an area that is more and more important these days is wellbeing, so looking after the mental health and work-life balance of your staff because that's part of being a a business owner and manager. Yeah. Unfortunately, things might not always stay as positive or even the same as they began. Uh, Your business might grow or you need to restructure or your employee could simply resign or retire from their position. So there are elements to HR that uh, would probably fit under the change sort of phase. We call it change management, but um, uh, it might be something like a restructure, like I said, if your business is growing, 
positions are changing or, or new leadership comes in, that sort of thing. More not-so-nice things might be uh, what we call a grievance, which is basically just a conflict of sorts between um, you know, two or more individuals uh, in the workplace and having some sort of problem that needs to be um, resolved or, or at least um, talked through. Uh, bullying and harassment can unfortunately pop up into workplaces and so that needs to be dealt with as well um, or even from a preventative measure informing people about what's not appropriate in the workplace. Poor performance can come into play here too if a person might not be achieving what you're needing them to achieve, they're not uh, doing what's required of them in their role. There is a process that you can follow there to to coach them through that. Hopefully they can improve and and understand and learn from that process in a more not-so-great circumstance that can lead to termination. And then you've got things like misconduct, which is more serious in nature. If a person uh, has done something that is, you know, of a very serious nature that would, you know, sometimes require instant dismissal or some sort of severe action like that, there, of course, is room for that as well. So then we reach the final phase, which is the ending of the employment relationship, either by you or by your employee, whether that's um, through resignation or is it dismissal for poor performance or misconduct or via or retirement or redundancy. Each of those separations has its own requirements. So it's useful and in fact necessary for you to understand what happens when in those processes. So that is HR in a nutshell. And those are the type of topics that we're going to unpack in more detail in the episodes in our podcast. We'll break them down into bite-sized chunks and give you real-life examples and simple tips that we even use ourselves to help make these tasks and occasions more simple for you. We'd love to hear what you're wondering about. So let us know if you have a specific topic you'd like us to discuss by heading over to our website, workwonderspodcast.com.au. I wonder, Susan, from your experience, what impact do you think good HR management can make for a business? Well, I guess, Angela, you and I have both seen both good and bad. (laughs) And uh, in my experience, it can have a huge impact because if you're looking after your people and they know what the expectations are, they're held accountable to those expectations, then it's going to be a lot more productive for your business Mm. than just going with the flow, let's say. And do you think that HR works the same way no matter the size of the business? The basics do, Mm. really, Um, but it depends on the size of the business, Mm. obviously, and the resources that they have to dedicate to HR, Mm. but good people management is the same in any organisation, no matter what size. Well, that might seem like a pretty big to-do list. And if you're a busy business owner, you might be thinking, well, do I need to do that all and what support is available for me? Well, I'll reassure you by telling you that uh, this is really the life cycle of employment. We've talked about everything from go to woe, really, everything that sits under what is human resources. So it's not really a to-do list for everybody. As Susan said, um, it really does impact businesses no matter the size in, in, you know, in every size of business. But um, there are some things that you might never see in your business if you don't have, for example, the need to change or you don't have anyone retiring or that sort of thing. There's also things that are annual, that not things that will take up your time all the time. Uh, for example, performance appraisals and that sort of thing. And as you start to grow your team and you have multiple employees, you'll start to see how the same thing can occur for each employee, uh, sort of like a, a copy of the same thing, not having to redo 
everything over and over again for each individual in some cases. So this episode's been jam-packed with information and I'm wondering what's the one thing you've heard us talk about today that needs the most attention in your business? It may be easier than you think to get started. So tune in to our next episode where we start unpacking some of these topics. for listening to the work wonders podcast hit the subscribe button now to never miss an episode and if you've enjoyed today we'd love you to tell your friends and leave us a review what are you wondering about let us know over at our website workwonderspodcast.com.au see you in the next episode